This is the 60 years of print podcast series celebrating the 60th anniversary of print action as well as recognizing the major milestones in the printing industry in the last 6 decades. Hello everyone, I'm Nitya Kelab, the editor of Print Action. Today on 60 years of print, we are going to chat with Richard Carbon Howen, president and chief operating officer of Hemlock Printers and Amanda Chor, sustainability manager at Hemlock Printers, about the print industry's role in Canada's fight against climate change. Hi Richard and Amanda, thanks for joining us. Hi Nithya. So to start off, please explain to us why it is important for printers to adopt sustainable practices. Yeah, I think it is simply necessary for the resilience of our businesses, printers, communities and people who thrive on this earth to simply put it. Uh, I don't want to bring on the doom and gloom, but there have been events that we've all experienced very recently that has shown us that climate change is in our face real time with the wildfires, COVID and uh you know the heat wave that has gone across the pacific northwest very quickly what we're seeing is that sustainability is not just a competitive edge which it is but it is also just an essential part of doing business you know when we first started sustainability work at hemlock with a committee and doing some things inside and outside it was felt like a you know a right thing to initiate and it had you know had that extra benefit of having a competitive advantage or giving us something new to talk to our clients about uh but at this point it that sort of feels like an, an a perspective that is is behind us now and it's really essential and urgent um so take all those learning lessons you know that it it helps the business to because you're demonstrating that you're responding to to needs which are larger than your own business's needs their their the societal needs and uh and so it 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 feels uh like it's it's an urgent priority that all businesses should really take a look at. Yes, that's right. Um could you share with us some of the sustainable practices that you've adopted at Hemlock? Mhm. Yeah, we have several sustainability practices both customer facing and within our operations and organizational culture. A lot of it is tied to a social purpose that we developed. which is to inspire actions that safeguard the health of the world's forests because paper is the biggest part of our supply chain a lot of our sustainability practices stem from that purpose that we've developed so a lot of the times we train our sales team on encouraging our clients to choose and select fsc certified um and you know high recycled content in their paper Uh, over 80% of the paper we purchase is FSC certified and over 50% of our paper has some amount of recycled content in that so we like to educate our clients on that for over a decade we've had our zero carbon neutral printing program which is essentially an in-house certification that gives our clients the opportunity to make their print projects carbon neutral and invest in forest conservation projects and then we also do that ourselves we make our own operations carbon neutral and we have that designation uh, certified by an organization called Offsetters and we contribute those offsets to great forests like the Great Bear Rainforest and Afognak Alaska so a lot of great sustainability practices on the go always tied to the sustainability of our paper and other aspects of our business as well. Thank you Amanda. 
Um, what can printers do to limit their carbon footprint? Yeah, so I think when it comes to printers focusing in on their carbon footprint and trying to reduce it, there's actually three steps to focus on. The first one would be measuring their carbon footprint, which we do through a social enterprise called Climate Smart. The second step, which is a really important and integral step, would be to reduce their carbon footprint through emission reduction initiatives. So I'll kind of rattle off a couple reduction initiatives we've done. We really embrace renewable energy sources. We've converted to LED lighting years ago in 2013. We've installed seven EV chargers and we're also Fortis BC's renewable natural gas leader in the sense that 10% of our facility runs on renewable natural gas. So we have a lot of reduction initiatives on the go. We want to become a zero waste organization um, by 2030 um, and integrate sustainability into our, our onboarding process for all of our employees so that they are pri prioritizing and identifying sustainability initiatives so that we can take action on it in their day-to-day -day role in their job. Yeah, actually, Amanda um, wrote a, a, a good blog post that we posted in late June called How to Become a Carbon Neutral Company. So it kind of laid out the steps um, in, in, in going through that process. Yeah. And the, the third and final step for printers to limit their carbon footprint would, of course, be to offset their carbon emissions to zero once they've completed the reduction initiatives for that year. They could offset it by selecting a reputable vendor. We choose offsetters to purchase our offsets from so that they could be carbon neutral. How are companies making substrates, inks and packaging more eco-friendly? Mm -hmm. So this is heavily tied to partnerships, which are very important to any sustainability strategy and those purchasing decisions that stem from it. So working up your supply chain to procure sustainable goods and services and working closely with your purchasing department are all very important in discovering opportunities that are environmentally progressive and purchasing these eco-friendly substrates, inks, and packaging. So when it comes to substrates, it's expressing your interest to mills and merchants specifically about eco-friendly papers, um, expressing that you would like to maximize the recycled content in paper and perhaps taking a hold of more innovative papers like ones that are made from agricultural fibers. Um, in the effort to grow our zero program, we have had amazing collaborations with Mills to create a special line of automatically carbon neutral papers. And this wouldn't be possible if it wasn't through a collective effort of our team at Hemlock, as well as the Mills. So really important to talk to Mills and express your interest in prioritizing sustainability. We see on the ink side of things that you know, a lot of exciting things are happening. Um, we're always looking out for the best inks and we are heartened that there's a lot of research and development driving these products forward. We currently use UV inks, which emit low VOCs and have conventional inks with vegetable substrates in them. And we are also looking into exploring algae-based inks in the future, which are carbon negative bio-based and petroleum-free, which is something that we haven't seen before. So we're excited to embrace eco-friendly inks further. And then lastly, I think you were asking was on the packaging front. 
So we actually joined Canopy Planet's Pack for Good initiative, and they're a nonprofit who's dedicated to conserving ancient and endangered forests. Essentially, they had businesses sign up to ensure that we were committed that our shipping packaging would not include fiber source from ancient and endangered forests by the end of the year 2022. So that was a great target for us to have and that motivated us to work with a local supplier to switch our old shipping cartons to FSC certified shipping cartons made from a minimum of 75% recycled content. So having nonprofits and suppliers on board with your sustainability initiatives is really integral. A good way to look at this, because on the supply side, you know, if we're looking at uh, different companies who are innovating, coming up with new materials, you know, packaging materials or inks or other things, uh, there is a lot of options out there. Uh, and and one way to 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 kind of look at the look at it as an opportunity and how to turn it into a competitive advantage or a business opportunity is think about what kind of messaging you can help your client with in terms of what messaging can they put on the piece on the packaging that explains the choices that were made in order to reduce the, the footprint of the packaging. And that might include the, the paper used, the substrate used, the ink used, the process that was used, whether it was carbon neutral or not. And so you can kind of reverse engineer it from the messaging. Uh, and we provide our clients with language. We pre-write things that they can put on their pieces uh, and, and that could cover a range of things and they may have their own ideas but if you start with some messaging for say standard packaging that involves some unique materials you can you know give them the messaging uh, and they'll, they'll end up putting it on the piece or logos and things like that so it's a it's a the, sort of a plethora of things that can be done but if you kind of think about how would they communicate it to their customers uh, it's a way of simplifying it. That makes sense. Thanks, Richard. The next question is, how can companies balance economic constraints and sustainability? This question is a good one and really it's my earlier comment. It is really an, a, a kind of dated way to look at sustainability. It's sort of like, oh, we can't really afford to do that or that's going to cost me more or that's going to cost my client more so we can't do that. So it's like putting a roadblock in front of you know, before you even take a step, you just, you already are finding reasons not to pursue something um, because these sustainability initiatives are not just about oh, buying something that costs more money. It's about doing a, a lot of different things, some of them small, some of them large. So, so I think that way of looking at sustainability is proving to be kind of like an, an old way of looking at things. Um, they are not in competition with one another. Just It's just a way of thinking about how to do business and and how to improve the way the business runs, um, both you know, with how you engage your staff, what kinds of things you do, what, you know, how responsible you are as a business in terms of you know, how you produce your product, how you engage your customers, all those things. So, so I, think, you know, I think it's probably at this point good to sort of go, okay, there's ways to look at this and there's, you know, there's ways to move ahead and, and look at this as, a, as an opportunity uh, and something that we need to prioritize. And, and just to comment further on that, it, it really does need to start from within the company. So if this is sort of a new topic that the business hasn't really engaged beyond say FSC certification, it really should start with the staff and, and with the ownership, having a meeting, talking about it. Is there things that, uh, are there people within the company that feel really passionate about sustainability? 
uh, and then start kind of working from that. Don't don't immediately think about how how are you going to win jobs or how you're going to engage customers on it. Make sure it's a it's a full process that involves the staff and and find out from your your own team what they what they see as important and what they want to see the business do in the future. My last question to both of you is. We touched upon it. Why did Hemlock makes us adopt sustainability as its USP? And US, you're talking about social purpose? Yes, yes. I mean, why, why was that so important for Hemlock or for you? Yeah, I think for us, well, I'm as well, just from my perspective, I've, I'm the second generation in the business. So my dad started the company and, and, and there's, a number of, there's a number of sort of new generation people coming in or, or a number of of sort of next generation leaders coming into the business. And I think we've been at the sustainability work, you know, since, well, I think Print Action helped with, with a lot of the industry recognition around that with the Environmental Print Awards. But we're, you know, we're closing in on, you know, maybe 17 years or so that we've been actively thinking about ways to improve the business. And it's always been uh, an additional initiative, things that we talk about, but with, the social purpose concept, it's how do you embed the, the concept of that into the strategic sort of priority or the mission and vision of the, of the company. And so what we decided a couple of years ago is to create a social purpose statement that is complementary to our mission and our vision. And so we have all those three statements on our website. The mission sort of like, you know, what we do in our day to day. The vision is where the business is going, what we see, what we're striving for, and uh, the purpose is why we do what we do. Uh, and it and we have focused it around the health uh, of the world's forests because we feel like our industry and our businesses, when it comes to a wider environmental issue, is most closely tied to that that particular that particular challenge. Uh, and you know, I think it it probably has a, a high relevance for many years decades to come so we feel pretty comfortable with that um, that statement and 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 it and it's also very complementary to the kind of the what what and where we're headed it's just felt like a, a logical way to embed the sustainability um, principle into the day-to-day operations of the business thank you Richard and Amanda for sharing your experiences in adopting sustainable business practices I would like to also thank the listeners as well have a good day and-